0: born and raised in Collie in the southwest of Western Australia. Isabel comes from a large Noongar family, growing up on Wilman country with a strong connection to the Mininup River of her ancestors. Today I'm talking to Isabel Bevis about her first book for children, "Nettingar Ancestors, illustrated by Leanne Ziln. Isabel, welcome to the Good Reading Podcast.
1: Kaya, thank you for having me.
0: Isabel, the first thing I want to ask you is about your own Indigenous heritage and especially that connection you have with the Mininup River.
1: Yeah, no worries. Thank you. I have um, a very long family of Aboriginal people um, on my mum and my dad's side. My dad's side, Balladong, so Wheatbelt area, and on my mum's side, Wilman, um, which is Collie. That's where I was born. I was raised on Wilman, Butja, um right up until I left after Year 12. Up River is on my Wilman, my matriarchal side, um, from my grandmother to my mum. Uh, and my whole childhood was spent down at Up, both culturally and recreational um, activities. So it's a beautiful place to go swimming, um, but it's also more significant for the resting place of my ancestors, so my Nettinga.
0: The story in Nidigarh is told through the eyes of a Jitty Jitty family or a Willy Wagtail family. While there are other animals featuring too, it's the voice of the Jitty Jitty that take us through the story. Why the Jitty Jitty? And that's that's just so much fun to say.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, when I uh, wrote the book and Leanne did the illustrations, the the GD it wasn't going to be told, but but. From the perspective or from the eyes of the Jitty Jitty, it was just how Leanne had done the illustrations. Um, but I think since the book has been published, it does make sense and such a beautiful way to have that view from the Jitty Jitty family telling the story of their nettinga. And I think for Inyunga culture, um, and definitely. The stories I've grown up with, both from my mum and my dad, is that we were told that the Judy Judy is a playful bird, but it also comes with um, cultural knowledge. In that, for us, if a if a Judy Judy visits us or we see it, it has there's two parts to it. It's either going to tell us a message, and a message is sometimes of sorrow, um, or our Ndinga have come to visit us. So we will know at the time that it visits. The message it brings, and I think more recently when I've seen the Judy Judy, it's now my mum coming to to visit me because she's recently passed, and I know that that's not bringing me a message. It's my mum coming to say that she's here, and she's just checking in. When I talk about the stories for the Judy Judy, we're always told that if you follow the Judy Judy, it will lead you to a path where you will get lost, um, and so don't follow a Judy Judy in the bush because you won't know where you are going. And kids got caught in doing that because the Judy jitty is this small little playful bird that before you knew it, you were, you know, in the middle of a bush going, oh, how far have I walked? Because you just follow this bird that's so playful and so chirpy and so friendly that, yeah, so that was the significance of. And I think, Leanne, is that we never had a conversation about, the perspective of the jitty jitty. I just asked her to include the jitty jitty because of the significance it has in my family, but also more widely to the Noongar community.
0: When we talk about the jitty jitty, we're talking about the jitty jitty family. Is family your starting point for creating stories for children?
1: Always. I was fortunate through my whole childhood and in my high school years that I got to hear and listen to stories from my grandmother, my mum's mum. Mom. You know, and she would share all the time cultural stories but she just also share her knowledge of who she was as an Aboriginal woman um so hearing stories I was just able to then be able to write it um and fortunate enough to have one of the stories from my nan published.
0: Nedinga is beautifully illustrated by Leanne Zilm Leanne is also telling her story through the illustrations just as you are through the words.
1: I never met Leanne um, prior to her being selected as the illustrator or her actually um, saying yes to being the illustrator. Uh, When I met with Fremantle Press and we were discussing what I had in my head about what the illustrations should look like for the book, I was pretty clear in that I was wanting the illustrations to be of Noongar country and capturing the essence of that as much and as deeply as the illustrator could. Um, I was pretty specific about not having any dot painting through the book and that's no disrespect to Aboriginal artists who, uh, who dot paint and to the history of dot painters. I didn't grow up with dot painting. All the artists that I've been a part of in my family, the artists have always captured country as, as country looks and so the landscapes and, you know, what the bush looks like and what the animals look like, um, as authentic as they are real. However, I also couldn't (laughs) verbalise how I wanted the pictures either because I'm not an artist, but I just had this vision and I was more scared of how do I get that across to the illustrator that they would understand and be able to nail the brief. Um, Leanne, and thanks, Leanne, for saying yes to wanting to, Um, illustrate because it's also her first illustration for a book as you said the book the illustrations are amazing they're beautiful and she captured that without even um, me having a conversation with her she was able to do that just by hearing I just wanted country to look as it does if you're out on country
0: and she also delivers a really strong sense of character and landscape in these illustrations too
1: yeah, she does. Um, most favorite page is the night pages, um, where the skyline it just jumps at you. It brought tears to my eyes because it kind of matched what I had in my head. And then to see it in her drafts, um, I was just really blown away. Um and I couldn't have changed, I didn't change anything. Um, I couldn't even provide her anything back to say, actually, I don't, that doesn't suit um, because she was able to just from, you're right, from the words, being able to then take those powerful words and then create these amazing images.
0: One of the things I really love is the little animal and human footprints, which make their way through the book. And I can just see little fingers chasing those pathways through the book too. But curiosity and connection are at the heart of this story too. Uh, That's sort of a search for understanding who we are, where we come from. And there's a lovely little surprise in the story. I don't think we have to worry about spoilers here. So what do your characters discover about themselves?
1: Uh, Our little characters discover that um, their whole time from the the day they were born um, and walking and wherever they were going, that their their Nettinger ancestors have been with them this whole time. Um, and that they don't have to go far to find them or see them. And I think for our little people in this book, uh, that is a real blessing to know that wherever they are, they have this protection or this guide that will be with them. um, And they don't even have to call on them, they will just be there.
0: That's a beautiful sentiment. Dedingar is aimed at the kindergarten to year three age group, but I got the feeling that the adult reader might take as much from this story as its intended audience. Is this a book for everybody?
1: Absolutely. Uh, I I I currently teach in a high school, um, and I've read this book to year nine, year ten students. I have it on the bookshelf in my classroom. Uh, The the kids will pick it up and it doesn't matter. They don't have to be primary school kids. Um, I've done readings with uh, children and their parents have been present and the parents are blown away by the story but also the cultural knowledge and understanding that they gain from this book because then it highlights to um, all people, non-Aboriginal and Aboriginal, that country has a – connection for all of us because we're a part of it wherever we go um, and so when they want to know why aboriginal people then have more of this sense of belonging and connection it is because we know that our ancestors are there um and i think that's a good way for non-aboriginal people who want to understand who we are this book gives them that that basis to learn
0: Nettingar is written in both Noongar and English, but for many readers, reading the Noongar language presents a bit of a challenge to read. What approach do you recommend for teachers and parents in reading this story?
1: Well, I was fortunate that Fremantle Press um, asked me to do a reading that they that we recorded. So there's now there's a QR code that's in the book. So people just have to scan the code, the QR code. It will take them to the Fremantle Press. I think you just scroll down the page and you'll come across my YouTube video where I'm actually reading the book and so parents and and children can read along with me.
0: I also felt there was something to be gained in just seeing the printed words of the Nungar language on the page, the shapes and sounds of the language are, are there to be experienced for everybody.
1: Yeah, uh, and I think that's that's the power of Noongar language is that um, seeing it... Uh, Well, hearing it, but also being able to see it because you're right, there are some tricky sounds in there that and you when you're trying to pronounce Jitty Jitty, um, I think when you hear it a few times, you are you can then be able to pronounce after having a go a few times. But I think when you see the sounds together, so the DJ. Um, for Judy, that's there's a few of those sounds throughout the book that you get to see it in print to go and go, oh, I can actually see what this sound is meant to be making together. Um, but reading along and then hearing it is a good way to learn Noongar language rather than just seeing it in written form or just hearing it because um, within Noongar country we have um, different dialects So what you might think that word is, someone might pronounce it a bit differently to what I have in my book. But, yeah, definitely just a way to share Noongar language um, with the wider community.
0: In Nidingar, you've written specifically about Noongar culture, but what do you want to encourage in the writing and reception of Indigenous children's literature more broadly?
1: I just want Aboriginal kids that are seeing this book that... You know, if you, if you know stories that have been shared with you, then you, you know, don't be afraid to want to have it written or put it in writing because I never set out to write a book. I, I wrote it um, as a way to connect to who I was um, during COVID um, and then the opportunity came about to have it published. I think for kids that are reading, um, don't be afraid to take that step this book is one that I would hope is only one of many. And, you know, there are a few new books out there now that have been published. I would like to see a whole lot more um, because we have many stories to tell um, and those stories sit with our elders. Um, it's an opportunity for our younger generation to engage with those stories and bring them to life.
0: Well you mentioned other books so that brings me to your other books this is your first book but what are the plans for new books
1: Uh yeah look I I do have there's probably two or three that are sitting um in a notebook at home um I haven't edited them um or sat with them for too long at the moment this first book has taken me on this crazy um full on journey that as a new author I had no idea um and the reception that he has given or that I have received from the community has just blown me away. Um, I would love to be able to do the second or third book. However, the bookings I have for this first book um, is, yeah, overwhelming. But also I, I, I'm i just scared. Like this book is the love of my life. and I And I don't know if I'm ready to make it, the second love and then bring on another book that becomes my first love again because this book is just beautiful and I I don't know if I'm ready to let that one go to bring in a new one. But, look, watch this space. When the journey becomes a bit quieter and a bit slower with Nettinger, then I might be ready to, you know, come back to the the writing.
0: It sounds like you're on the brink of creating a new family.
1: (laughs) Yeah, definitely. (laughs)
0: Well, it's a beautiful book, beautifully told, beautifully illustrated. And Isabel Bevis, thanks so much for joining me on the Good Reading Podcast.
1: Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Um, and I look forward to seeing on social media kids that are reading it or even a Christmas present under the tree.
0: That's an excellent idea.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
0: I've been talking to Isabel Bevis about her first book for children, Our Ancestors, illustrated by Leanne Zilm. It's published by Fremantle Press, and you can find it at goodreadingmagazine.com.au. My name's Greg Dobbs, and thanks for listening. This Good Reading podcast was brought to you by Book People Gift Cards. Share the joy of reading with a Book People Gift Card. To find out more, visit bookpeoplegiftcards.org.au.